0: Welcome back, my friends, to the Flicks of the Week that never end. We're so glad you could attend. Come inside, come inside. I am Joe Spiegel. Shouldn't it be show? Well, I mean, because, we, you know, it kind of, it's like a differentiating thing, you know, like, you know, so it kind of. Yeah,
1: but shouldn't it be show and then say, this is our Flicks of the Week? What did I say? Welcome my, back, my friends, to the Flicks of the Week that never end. Yeah. Instead of the show that never ends, this is our Flicks of the Week. Blah, yeah. blah, blah.
0: I don't know. Spice of life. I'm pretty. Mike Sutherland. <laughs> All right. Yes. Welcome to what I already said that it was looks of the week. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, this week I will be talking about the Netflix original film, The Polka King, starring Jack Black. Hmm. Uh, Broken Lizards Club Dread. Okay. I mean, that's befitting, isn't it? Yeah. I guess I should have watched Slam and Salmon, huh? Probably. <laughs> All right. Well, that's why I did pick The Polka King, because I saw it a few months ago, and I was like, you know what, comedy? All right, let's do it. All right, so uh, anything else? Nope. You sure? Yeah. All right, take it away. Billy? Who's Billy? I don't know.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Okay. Take it away, Jay (laughs) Chandrasekhar.
0: Is that how you pronounce his name? Yes. All right. All right, so, um, yeah, what was it? The Polka King, I saw that on Netflix. Bro. I'm not going to the review yet. But I know you're you're going I was, to go into the I was, fucking uh, review. No, I was introing I was introing the synopsis or the, okay, the summary. Right, okay. So yeah. Anyway. Oh fuck it. Yeah, no, do your thing. <laughs> explain
1: explain the the reasoning behind it.
0: I yeah I, I just um it was on there and I like Jack Black you know because we've seen him in Bernie and stuff like that so I figured you know I was I saw the trailer for it and I'm like eh, do I want to watch it eh. and then. Fuck it, it's Jack Black. He's always going to entertain me, even if the movie's not that good. So, uh, I finally checked it out after I think debating for a couple weeks whether I should watch it or not. So, finally did. And uh, so, the Polka King is about the rise and fall of Pennsylvania polka sensation Jan Lewan, who ultimately fleeced millions from investors through his polka-related activities. Jan Lewan. Yes. So, um, I give you the Polka King,
1: Maybe. <laughs> the band you've got the store let's
0: the let's, label, the radio program. Hold on. let's try this again <laughs> fucking top-notch man we are top-notch with this shit <laughs> <laughs> nothing but the best all right spared no expense well i
1: have to turn hold on a second. let's do this and then we can do this see how loud that is
0: Make your life.
1: Uh-huh. Now Jan, you always have so much going. On. You're constantly on the road with the band. <laughs> You've got the store, the record label, the radio program, Jan Levan Flavored Vodka. And now Jan Levan European Tours. <laughs> Jan Levon always expanding. When always, always little expanding. boy in Poland. All the times I dreaming of America. Mm-hmm. Your invest helped build all my business. You cannot go wrong with this man. He never stops.
0: We went in.
1: We all get rich. I heard that people are investing money with you. Yes, come see me at the show.
0: Great job, Lani. We did real good manage today. Oh, nice and thick.
1: Nice and thick. My favorite size. See you on the bus, Lonnie. Oh, come on. Mr. Luan, do you know why I'm here? Yes. It's very good investment to help build empire. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm not here to invest. What you're doing is illegal. As of today, you have to give all that money back to your investors.
0: Today, today, or some other today? How I make all this money? We want to invest more in Jan Lu, and show gifts. Something's going on. No, nothing oh. all. Everything good. If you do anything to hurt this family, I will destroy you.
1: Okay. Are you in trouble? No, 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 no. I just need to fill out papers and forms.
0: We're pulling our money out. Bribes are being alleged.
1: This business stinks.
0: You're what, You only have yourselves to play! It's something very wrong with you!
1: It's America. We all get second chance.
0: Energy of Jack Black. God damn. That guy is like the Chris Farley without the sticks of butter and uh, eight balls. <laughs> so,
1: yeah. Yeah, pretty much.
0: Yeah. Um, oh, God. Jackie Weaver, man. She, you know how you talk about characters that that are so good that you fucking hate them? And it's good that you hate them because that's how well they're performed. Yeah. Jackie Weaver plays the mother in law of Jan Lewan. And uh, she's the mother of Jenny Slate's character, and um, <laughs> fucking hate her. Every word that comes out of her ma- mouth, every face she makes, just, you want to beat the shit out of her. Just fucking bitch, man. Because she's no matter. Look, Yan Wands character. I mean, he's a real guy in the real in real life. This guy, all the shit that happens in this movie, fucking happened in real life. You can you you can Google it. You can watch little documentaries on YouTube. A lot of shit, and um. <laughs> What's that face? What was that? Oh, I'm trying to find the fucking because I had the page up. Uh, did I close it? No. Oh, uh, so, um, yeah, like like this guy was busting his. He was getting like four hours sleep every night while he was running his band and doing these little side jobs and all this shit. Like you know, you ever hear about like 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 Indian families and and certain other kind of families where they have like three jobs and shit. Yeah. And like never sleep. That that's fucking Jan Lawan, right? Just busting his ass constantly, and everyone loves him, and. Yeah, still can never make the mother-in-law happy. And, you know, it, she's just a fucking bitch. And like I said,
1: Jackie Weaver's awesome. Oh, okay, I see. Um so yeah, um, the the guy that the the co-writer on this movie, Wally Wolodarsky, mm-hmm. he's done Rushmore, the the Darjeeling Limited. Yeah. Um so he's worked with Jonathan Schwartzman before. Yeah, Mr. uh the Fantastic Mr. Fox and A Dog's Purpose. Uh he's also married to the director. Maya Forbes.
0: Yeah. You know, even though this movie is considered a comedy, um, it's got a, you know, like a comedic tone to it, but most of the time you're not laughing. You're more like just energized with it because of, mostly because of Jack Black. He's just fucking larger than life as always when he's doing characters like this, you know, just having a great time. And the way the movie plays out, you feel sorry for him because he busts his ass and he's always trying to make ends meet. And, the way they make it look like, he, like they don't make it look like he's ripping these people off. They're making it look like um, that he's trying to get everyone their money, but it just isn't working in the long run. It looks like Luke Wilson is in this movie. Is he not? Or no. He was not. that Jason Schwartzman? Oh, Schwartzman. He plays. He plays uh, one of the members of his band. Okay. His polka band. And uh, <coughs> and so yeah, it, it the movies. Um, I forgive me for when it's set. I believe it's set in like the eighties and and like up to the mid nineties or so. And it's about all this, all these people that he ended up ripping off, these elderly people. You know, it's like, a, I guess they call it a Ponzi scheme or whatever. Uh-huh. And, you know, it says, well, yeah, invest in this, and I'll give you, like, because he's offering back a, a much larger percent than other people were offering, you know, legal companies were offering, right, on investments. And so um, J.B. Smooth, who works with um, the Securities and Exchange Commission, um, they find out about it, and so they go to tell him, you need to cease and desist, Right. And then so he says, okay, yeah, I'll do it, I'll do it. And he just he changes some shit around to make it look like he did, but he didn't. And so it cuts to years later, and he's made a bunch of money. They're doing really well. And a lot of his clients are getting money back on their return, uh, on their investment. But for some reason, when the shit comes down and people start accusing him, um, coming out and accusing him of this and that, then you find out that he's like way in debt and a lot of problems. But there's some cool shit that happens though in the meanwhile, when he's trying to get people on board. And one of the things is he promises these people like one of their, uh, when they invest a certain amount that he'll fly them to Vatican city and they get to meet the Pope. Right. And they get there and he knows it's bullshit. He's not going to get the Pope because, you know, you can't get to meet the Pope. And Jason Schwartzman's like, what are you going to do? You, 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 you're not going to meet the Pope. You lied to them. You know, this is going to end really badly. And somehow, and this really fucking happened, he got them all the way to where the fucking Pope is at and waited for the Pope to come out of this fucking room in this building. And then they just automatically got them to introduce all of themselves to the Pope. And so it made, he made it look like that he really brought the Pope to them. And so, <laughs> and so they loved him. He's their hero, right? Like, Jan, yeah, Lon, you know, promises. He delivers on every promise and all this stuff. So um, in the last half of the movie, that's when things start coming back on him and people start not trusting him. They want to pull their money out. You know, where's my fucking money? You know, and it's mostly old people that um, want their money back. And, right. and so, yeah, it starts to come to a head. And... When you get to the end of the movie, um, it'll start. It starts showing the real footage of because um, he when he gets out of because he goes to prison and all this shit. You know, I mean, you can look, you can Google all this stuff because it's pretty interesting while you're watching the film. But um, the real guy, Yan Luwan, he went to prison for a few years and got out, and he he wrote his own fucking rap song. I think it's called the Polka Rap or something like that. And he performed, and Jack Black performs it in the movie, and you're thinking, oh, this is bullshit, right? And then they show real footage of the real Jan Luwan. Performing his fucking uh, polka rap or whatever, and yeah, it, it just—it's funny. It's just you know, the guy keeps going. He still has his energy. He still, you know, he's—he's—he's—he's he's, he's, he's remorseful of, of what happened. He still says he's not trying to. He didn't try to rip people off and stuff like that. Regardless if it's true or not, you know.
1: <laughs> like all polka music is the same. Yeah. This is actually, this is Jan One. Yeah. i to play a few minutes Great band, though. With tears in my eyes, <laughs> I left my Polish home. Two suitcases um. packed with everything I own. America, the money trees, this was my only goal. And for this, I will work by the heart, mind, and soul.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, the guy's got a great sense of, um, you know, he's got energy to him, you know, and, and so even if he, he really is a piece of shit, he does, he, he's good at making you think that he's not, you know,
1: and so. I don't think he's a piece of shit. He's just a fucking hustler that doesn't care about stupid policies. Like people want to invest in his shit. Yeah. And like according to the Wikipedia, because uh, I'm not going to, um, as my. W- as is my want to do, sometimes I give away shit, right? Huh. Uh, according to Wikipedia... Eh, whatever.
0: Um, <laughs> Keep searching, you'll find Well, it.
1: no, like, the people would invest, and I think you even said it, they were getting their money back. Yeah, a lot of know? people were
0: getting their money back,
1: yeah. And and he, he guaranteed them a 12% return it was, on yeah, investment. Yeah, it was huge.
0: It was way higher than most people were offering, or anyone was hiring, yeah, or so. offering.
1: So and and then of course you know at the same time he's he's hustling pizzas and yeah. and all this other shit
0: oh yeah know? he's working so hard dude and it just is never enough never enough oh yeah there was an incident too where uh, his son got injured in a car accident when they was traveling with him and his band and that happens in the movie and yeah I don't want to give away the ending and stuff
1: like that because yeah obviously he's still alive
0: yeah yeah it, you know and it <laughs> look it's worth seeing to see Jack Black and all of his energy to see Jackie Weaver playing an ultimate bitch and uh, Jenny Slate is always good in everything you see her in you know Which is, Jenny Slate does a lot of voice acting correct? Uh, yes. Yeah. And so and even Schwartzman isn't bad in this. I, you know what it, the weird part about Jonathan Schwartzman is he, I used to hate him as an actor for years uh, after even Rushmore I wasn't a fan of him in Rushmore either. I'm still not a fan of his. Yeah. And then all of a sudden he's made a little bit of a turnaround with me like uh what is it? Like in uh Scott Pilgrim, he was really good in that, you know, playing the asshole boss at the end, of the leader. And uh and then a couple other things he's popped up in. I, I don't know, maybe like if, as long as he's not in the entire film and he's not a main character, he's just give me a little Schwartzman. Give me a little bit and I can handle him. So yeah. Maybe he's just gotten better with age as well, or something. I don't know. But he's not bad in this movie. He's not annoying, he's not a you know, he's not a just just dick. He's he's good. So, uh, yeah, Poker King, man. Check it out on uh, on the Netflix.
1: Have you seen these fucking pictures of... Um, they were shown... I don't know if you're, you're not on the Garmy on Facebook, so I am. And they had a pictures of this thing called the Revengers, the Endless Tussle. Mm-hmm. Check out these pictures, man. They're fucking hilarious. So you can collect them all. Are they knockoffs? Yeah. I, I think oh, they are. They're horrible knockoffs. God damn. Um, there's one called Incredible Fella. <laughs> God, that's it was, bad. Look at the picture.
0: It was like Shrek fucked the Hulk.
1: Uh, yeah. Where's <laughs> does where, is it, where is legs go? And then yeah, and then um, there's regular raccoon, <laughs> token girl. It could not have been missile raccoon or nighty night or missile marmot. Detective horse.
0: <laughs> They're not even fucking trying. Fedora
1: Ron. Ron is optional. Ron does not come with <laughs> the, the uh, uh, hacker boy and Greg. Now, okay, so here's oh, some of the God, pictures. Please, someone, it's a joke. Uh, if you look in the lower left-hand corner, right here, mm-hmm. it says "obvious plant." Okay, I don't know if it's true, but it looks like someone's pulling these off of fucking Walmart. Well, here's Token Girl, and the picture of Token Girl and Token Girl in and of herself mm-hmm. is basically the toy from, um, is it Reboot or Max? There was a there was a cartoon series years ago about these the like uh, internet thing it was but they would go into games and they would have to defeat the games and i can't remember the name. i i think it's called reboot i can't remember exactly what it is but yeah. here's regular raccoon sister raccoon god and there's here's um uh fedora ron ron not included ron not included <laughs> um he's invisible there's uh they don't show greg but they do show they don't show detective horse uh, hacker boy or Greg, but you know Greg looks like um, Shizor. It's just got some sort of thing coming off his head. <laughs> but they do show Nighty Night, and Nighty Night has a blanket. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so tired. Oh, well, I'm so tired. That's what it was. Um, and I thought that was g- I thought that was fucking hilarious. That uh, and the the the, the pictures maybe on Reddit. So let's go to Reddit. His name is Gruz Granner. See, there's the picture.
0: Oh, okay. His legs are longer. They're just... The feet are in the box. Yeah. Okay.
1: (laughs) Don't make me irate. You wouldn't appreciate me when I'm right. (laughs) (laughs) And this tussle doesn't quite have the same ring to it. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, obvious plant. So let's go to obvious plant. So this is an obvious plant sold out. I made some bootleg Avengers limited edition link in bio to buy. So you can buy these, but... They're just bootleg Avengers. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, Is it, that
0: liable? Like, if you actually admit it's bootleg Avengers?
1: No, because no, he's not using, really, he's not using any of the logos. He's yeah. just, you know.
0: Just like those straight-to-video knockoffs of movies. Yeah. Like, War of the Worlds and shit. Well, yeah,
1: Battle of Los Angeles. Yeah, Transmorphers. Yeah, or the the, the Battle of Los Angeles. Ron, <laughs> Ron, not included. That one still makes me laugh. And, <laughs> and they're all bad pictures. Yeah. I mean, oh, they're yeah. all just really mm-hmm. bad pictures. There it is. Nighty-night. I'm so tired. See, he's got the blanket.
0: He needs a little pillow. Is there a pillow inside his head, His helmet?
1: Uh, maybe. I don't <laughs> know. But uh, it's genius. It yeah. is It is just absolute genius, I don't feel like. So, anyways. Um, God,
0: that, yeah, that Hulk looks like a fucking Shrek. Yeah, and he a did it on... shitty Shrek version.
1: He just did it on purpose. It's like, I think he probably just took his own face and then... Yeah,
0: the only way that this could be funnier is if those were real, like real, because have you ever seen... They are real. You can buy them. Well, I mean, but he made them on purpose to be funny. Like, I'm talking about just like the the knockoffs from other countries, you know, like Mexico, where you have these shitty knockoffs where all in the same box, you'll have Superman and fucking Spider-Man and a Ninja Turtle, (laughs) and they're all just a little off. It's all sold out. 40 bucks, 45 bucks, 30 bucks. Oh my God, that's insane. I guess he expects them to be like extreme collectors' items or something, right? Yeah, Jesus, I, you know what? Business. I bet you those could be end up end up being worth a lot down the road. Yeah,
1: but it's it's just hilarious that somebody did that. The Revengers.
0: That is pretty fucking funny. Aren't you?
1: Endless tussle. <laughs> 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 that's that's the best part. Is the
0: uh, shit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyways. first company to ever make shitty toys and acknowledge that they're making shitty toys. Uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> Here's our shitty toys. <laughs> Buy them.
0: All right. So uh, yeah. So oh um, uh, yeah. So
1: anyways, um, might as well
0: just go down with mine. Or huh? should we just talk about Infinity War? No, <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> so I'd, I'd like, like to say that for I next week. Say that. Um, that is going to be full of spoilers, of course. Yeah. So the fuck are you? There we go. I figure though. You know what? Everybody that wanted that plans on seeing uh, Infinity War. They're going to see it in the first fucking weekend. All the big, pe- you know, all the people that really want to see it. So, well, you you we we're fine.
1: We were going to wait until Tuesday to do yeah, this. Yeah, so it's
0: not like we're going to really be spoiling anything anyway.
1: Yeah, so if if we just go with that, then we'll go from there. Years ago, Coconut Pete, played by Bill Paxton, had a hit record, but now he runs a tropical island resort where he spends his days basking in hedonism with the rest of the resort's offbeat staff, like Big Z. The Paradise Coconut Pete presides over however becomes a living hell when an unknown killer begins slaughtering the staff as the body count increases so too does suspicion among the survivors now it's up to coconut pete and what's left of his staff to solve the mystery and stop the bloodshed
0: how did that only make seven million in theaters Hmm.
1: the warped minds behind super troopers
0: he pulled over he can't pull over Farther. You know
1: how fast you are going? 65 63 Used to be the fuzz. Yeah,
0: fiesta time Are you ready to
1: party? Now they're catching the buzz well, You came here to escape civilization And we're gonna hold you to it In this tropical paradise Large horse. I'm the new masseur We swapped out a 6 foot Swedish broad for this guy
0: I'm 6'1 Everyone's got to stick together Whoa, 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 Code Red Bogey Oh, yeah. oh, dude, check out that. <laughs> <laughs> What's up? Dude, don't be gay, man. If they don't want to get whacked, what is it? Too waxy? No. What? And they're either
1: getting killed. <laughs> are you telling me there's some totally deranged dude running around out there? Or getting lucky. Is it too much to ask? Have sex with the guests. Some of them are bad looking. There's Puttman, the tennis pro. You've got your arms around me, Jenny. I can only assume this means every other man on the island is
0: dead. Juan, no, no. the dive master. That is a beautiful name. Pinalop. Lars, the masseur. I can see how tight you are from a mile away. Hey, what can I say? Some girls are just tighter than others. <laughs> Sam, the fun police. Oh, who wants to
1: Dave, the DJ. If you're the killer, that's cool. Just you know, don't kill me. It could be anyone.
0: Run. If you're dying for a vacation, come on,
1: let's just have a drink and blow out.
0: Join the club. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah! <laughs>
1: Broken Lizards Club Dread <clears throat> I have to say this off the bat that Brittany Daniels is just fucking fine. God damn is she just hot. Um so after seeing Super Troopers 2, I had seen um um Club, you know, club dread in a while, yeah. and I. It was one of those movies. I was like, we, we had been talking about. It. In fact, we were talking about it, and this is just weird coincidence. We had been talking about it um, right after the movie, and I came home, and like a couple of days later, it's on fucking HBO or some shit. Yeah, it's on HBO.
0: Coincidentally.
1: Yeah. Weird. And so I, I recorded it. Um, I, I don't get HBO, so it was a free HBO weekend. And I was hoping that we record, you know, between the times that the free weekend was going on. Because, like, literally, if the movie is on and the free weekend shuts off, it will literally shut off in the middle of the movie. And it's happened to me when I recorded the movie. Like, I'd be watching it, like, 30 minutes into the movie. It just goes away. I'm like,
0: thank you very much.
1: Yeah, and then it says, your free weekend is over. Fuck off.
0: (laughs) Like really? If you had subscribed ahead of time, you could still be watching this movie.
1: Like if you're watching the fucking movie, it it should allow you to watch the entire movie.
0: Anyways, that is dickish.
1: Um, so I, I recorded it and watched it just to see if it was. I'm not gonna say bad, but if it was not as as I remembered it, because for the most part, this movie is not their best movie. Yeah. Um,
0: Super Troopers, of course, their best movie.
1: Yeah. I, th- I. There are, like, this movie is not bad. It's it's consistent all the way through. Um, it's a parody. Yeah. Of slasher movies. Um, but on the beach. Yeah, and I don't know. I mean, I guess we just start. Bill Paxton plays Coconut Pete, and he has this island, and everybody comes to this island, kind of like Margaritaville. Yeah. And Kevin Heffernan is Farva. one of the, yeah, Farva. <laughs> he's, he's one of the new employees. He's replacing one of the, the masseuses. He's a, he's a, that's what he is. He's a masseuse, right? He's a masseuse with magical hands. He's a man And his job is basically to provide massages for the guests. And every time, like, he gets off the boat, and every time he tries to talk to one of the, the staff members, they think he's just one of the, uh, the party goers, and yeah. they keep moving him along until he finally gets to talk to, like, um, Brittany Daniels, or uh, I can't remember her, uh, the other girl's name, but she plays, her character is you in the, in the, in the uh, movie. And he finally says, hey, you know, I'm the masseuse, blah, 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 and it just goes from there. And then, at, I'm sorry, at the beginning of the movie, it starts off with, it's basically a tits and ass scene, right?
0: With a kill, right?
1: Yeah, so... Um,
0: like the beginning of all slasher films. Yeah, pretty much.
1: Um, I don't know if he's an he's an island worker or you know he's like I'm sorry he's the staff, but him and two of the staff girls are hanging out and they go into the jungle and then they go they have sex in a mausoleum. Yeah, and the
0: fertility doll with yeah, the big fucking boner on it.
1: Yeah, and and then that's and then that's when the first kill happens. But then the movie cuts back to before that happens, so you can see that you know how this. Whole thing, how the two girls, you know, basically um, start off. Yeah. So they're, you know, one of them has puts has ecstasy put into the drinks. So to go find her friends in in the bush, no pun intended, <laughs> and
0: in the bush,
1: and bush. and then from there, it kind of it kind of as the movie's going along. At the beginning, you see. The events happen that happened at the beginning of the movie, where the girls get killed. You know, one of them you see the girl run out again. She gets her head cut off and then she dies. But like nobody in the pool saw it. You know, nobody's looking at, that's looking in that direction saw it. Yeah. And then you have uh, these two guys that are standing there making, and you heard them in the trailer. You know, oh look at that one, look at the tits, and they're all making these these sex puns. You know, you know she's wearing. She look at that bikini i'd like to i like to sink sink her with my pink torpedo type of thing right and that yeah. chicken so and these guys have been with they they were in super troopers and I think they were in beer fest as well yeah they were in beer fest um they they played um uh the sons of the 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 um uh brewer that the guy's in broken lizard. Are inheriting, you know, Eric Stolansky and 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 Soder, yeah, they're, they're those they they're they're basically cousins, so they, that's in in Beerfest, but in this movie they're basically just um, slaughter fodder is really what they are, but they end up actually they end up surviving. Um, the whole movie is Jace Chandrasekhar plays a uh, the tennis pro, yeah. Um, he he's got a he's got a fucking uh, Jamaican wig on. Yeah, he's got dreads on, and he's he's like the prim and proper. What are you doing?
0: I'm looking at Brittany Daniel.
1: Oh, you have the prim and proper like uh, Englishman who's from Jamaica, who has this very English. She was in Joe Dirt.
0: She played uh, Eric's hot cousin in uh, the '70s show.
1: Yeah, so. She, so, so uh, Chandra plays that one guy that he, he's he's a know it all and nobody likes him, yeah, right. Um, you have uh, you have uh, Lemmy, Steve Lemmy, who plays Juan, who's not really Juan, but he has he's using an accent to yeah. get all the chicks,
0: which is fucking weird to see a completely total white dude, right, with the Jama- with the Jamaican accent, no, he, yeah, hey, Cuban, Cuban, right, Spanish, yeah, it's Cuban.
1: Okay, whatever. It's not, but okay. <laughs> um, you have you have um, Kevin Heffernan, who actually plays the hero in this movie. Yeah. You have Paul. You have Soder, who plays the DJ. You have Stolansky, who plays... Um, he's the party cop. And then you have Bill Paxton. And you have MC Ganey in this movie.
0: God damn it. You know what we should have done? No. Since you were going to pick this movie... I, I sh- didn't
1: pick this movie until after I watched Super I, Troopers I 2. know,
0: but it still is before we did the podcast on Tuesday... I, I kind of wish you we could have made a trifecta and I could have watched Beer Fest because that's on Netflix. Oh. Shit. I, uh, I didn't
1: even know I was going to do it until I, I kind of planned it. Yeah. yeah. Hindsight but, then, so, fuck it. so the whole movie is basically the slasher movie. Everybody dies in it except for Heffernan, um, the girl that plays Penelope, Penelope.
0: Yeah, even Paxton dies, right?
1: Uh, yeah, Paxton gets killed. MC Ganey gets killed. Um, and they're all interesting murders and stuff like that. But... The, the way that everything works out is this whole fucking movie is just basically a, a teenage sex romp. Yeah. It's like Porky's mm-hmm. meets Friday the 13th. Okay. Yeah. And the bad guy ends up being Stolansky. Um he plays Rabbit in Super Troopers. Yeah. And that's then the weird thing is that they, the the whole joke of it is like at one point he gets stabbed through the back and then he quote unquote dies, right? And then, as they're you know, oh, everything's over, right? Yeah. Oh, as they're coming. So, what happens is, is that um, all the deaths, all the guys, all the all the people that have died are are thrown into the club, and they're hanging from the rafters in the club in, in various positions, like just kind of hanging there, not in any weird position, but just there, right? Yeah. Like wall art type of thing, or did you ceiling give away, art.
0: you just gave away the killer? Yeah, I did. Okay,
1: all right. The fucking movie's been out for like ten years, <laughs> and and Stolansky shows up in there, and he's fighting with Heffernan, right? And 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 he everybody thinks that Heffernan dies, but of course, um, he comes and saves the day. Yeah. And then as they as they walk out of the club towards the pool, there it's like complete fucking chaos has erupted. And it's hilarious because it's all it is is like like at some point you see a naked guy on a tree swing, yeah, swing by. You see uh, people having they, they they put on these costumes because oh, and at one point in the movie they're playing Pac-Man, yeah, they're playing Pac-Man in this big maze, right? So you have two people that are controlling it. Uh-huh. So you have like the announcer guy and the guy that's doing all the effects, yeah, and then you have girls that are dressed in bikinis as the ghosts, yeah. And then you have a guy who's Pac-Man who's running away, but the power-ups are the drinks, right? So when they do that, then th- <laughs> so the girls have to wear like these these shirts, yeah. And then every time every time the 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 guy drinks a power-up, they have to strip, right? Yeah. So they take off and then they have the bikini top, and then you have then you have so l- strip Pac-Man, yeah. Then you have fucking the random fruit ro- ro- roaming around, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Which is really... I'll be the eggplant. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> it's all... <laughs> all that shit's going on. Who's the dragon fruit? So, as as that's happening, you know, so I, the reason why I brought that up is because at the end of the movie when the killer has been killed yeah, um, the first time, they walk outside and there's a couple that is dressed like as a watermelon and a... And a fucking kiwi fruit. Okay. And they're having sex just like in Super Troopers, like
0: with the bear? Like the bear. Yeah.
1: That's exactly what it looks like. Hey, bear fucker. And it is fucking hilarious. Yeah. And like I said, there's and you know, there's girls running around with their tops off and and all sorts of fucking hedonism going on. Debauchery. Yeah. And and Stolansky gets up and he starts stalking, you know, Brittany Daniels and Kevin Heffernan and Penelope, right? And and finally they, they escape and they kill him again, <laughs> right? Kill him again. And then as they're trying to get away from him just to make sure he's dead, they find a boat, but the boat doesn't have the propeller working properly, so they have to fix that. And when they get that fixed, he, he kills another character. He kills the Steve Lemmy character. And then he gets beat up and he drowns. This is this is the killer. St- this is Stolansky. And then... <laughs> and then... They had, they got tired of it, so they fucking wrap. So they 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 tied him up. Or yeah. they're trying to escape off a boat, and his leg gets wrapped up in in the uh, in the rope. Yeah. that's tied to the raft. So I'm sorry, Stolaski's leg gets wrapped up in the rope, in the rope. And as he's as as he's going, he he takes part of the rope and puts it onto one of the posts on this raft to keep the boat from going anywhere. And Half Heff- sees this and starts to circle the boat around the raft, tying tying uh, Stolansky's body to the raft. To, yeah, to the raft, and he dies. Boop. You know, suffocates to death because he got crushed to death. Right. Yeah. And so they, as they, they need to untie the uh, the rope. That, so they're sitting next to the body because that's just the way that. Because as you wrap the boat gets closer and closer to the to the raft. Yeah. And they're right next to each other. And, of course, he wakes up and tries to kill them, right? So they gun the boat, and he gets cut in half. And he sinks to the bottom. And then the next scene is basically Jason, Friday the 13th, Part 2, where he jumps out of the water and grabs the girl, right? Yeah. Same fucking thing, except it's half a body. <laughs> and you can tell it's a complete dummy. Yeah. Because and grabs the body, and he starts swinging him, and then it goes, and then it changes perspective. So you see Stolansky's face with yeah. his arms out. And he's like, ah, right, trying to choke
0: him. He must have some major upper body strength. And
1: fucking throws throws Stolansky's body to the, uh, to the the into the waves. And they escape, and then at the end of the movie, you just see the pair of legs. You know, kicking into the water, which is just a joke, but it's still all in all. I mean, other than like the lame ending, because it, it it was funny ending, but again, it's just it was contrived. It was just a yeah, stupid. Yeah, you know, it just not strong. You know, okay. I don't think it was stupid. I was just it wasn't strong. It was funny, but you know. It wasn't. It wasn't like
0: throwaway. Is that what you mean? Like,
1: yeah, you know, they they could have done it. Yeah, <laughs> um, every 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 part of this movie is actually really good um, in terms of what they were trying to get across as a parody. Yeah. Uh, on top of the fact that you have all these characters that are just dicks, uh, with few exception, like like. At the start of the movie, they try to set it up about who is who is the killer. So when when they show Stolansky and they show Chandrasekhar and they show <coughs> Lemmy and they show Soder and all these other guys, yeah. At the beginning of the movie, like they're talking to people, and and the person that they're talking to doesn't want to do whatever they want them to do, what the character wants them to do. Yeah. It it goes into like a freeze frame thing. You know, like like a dramatic effect, you know, and yeah. free, and not freeze frame, but slow, a slow motion, bullet time thing. Yeah, like you know, and then and then they say something like "you motherfucker," or, you know, or or you bitch or whatever, right? Yeah, and 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 then it goes back into just a regular movie mode. So it's just trying to set that whole thing up about who the killer could be. Misdirection. Yeah, you know, like it's like Scooby Doo with the f word yeah. <laughs> and sex, <coughs> and. For the most Locution. part, for the most part, I mean, I it it doesn't have the charm of Super Troopers, um, and the reason why is because it pit, pits everybody against each other. Uh uh-huh. um,
0: So there's no camaraderie.
1: Yeah, for the most, part, but you know, I mean, there's camaraderie between Heffernan and Lemmy, and um, Soder and I
0: remember Paxson's character being entertaining.
1: Yeah, he he was okay, but he was more aloof than anything else. You know, mm-hmm. he's playing this character that. Isn't really doesn't really give a shit about anything other than himself, right? Yeah. Or trying to get laid or trying to get drunk type of thing. And MC Gainey's basically his um, his uh, right hand man, his bouncer type of thing. Yeah. Right. And those those characters again. That's I, I think that's the failure of this movie is there's no camaraderie. It's like Slam and Salmon. Everybody's out for themselves. Yeah. And, and it works, but it doesn't work. In terms of the way that they have set everything up, and that for me is the issue, is that um, when you have a movie like this, and everybody, um, I think it would would have worked better if, say, Heffernan were returning, yeah, from from whatever he was doing, right, and he was already friends with these guys, and Brittany Daniels was kind of the outsider, but she's she's not really the outsider. Yeah. She's, she's the new, you know, uh, whatever you want to call her, the new the uh, um, um, aerobics instructor, mm. right? She's she's relatively new, new to Heffernan because he's just coming back, but she's been there for a little bit. Yeah. And then he would know all these people, and then they could interact accordingly, right? And I, I think that would have been stronger for the movie in and of itself, very much like Super Troopers, you know? Was Super Troopers their first
0: uh, big screen movie that they did?
1: I don't think so, no. Okay. No, it, it wasn't their first movie.
0: Okay, never mind. I was going to say, because like Club Dread kind of reminds me of uh, the sophomore effort problem, or like the movie before it was really big. Right. And like, say, with uh, Clerks, and then Mallrats, what didn't live up to the hype for a lot of people, you know? Yeah. Even though I like cler- uh, Mallrats, it still had its problems, right? So, uh, but it wasn't as good. Clerks is always way better than than Mallrats. Yeah, so. they
1: have. I mean, like a Broken Lizard. There is they they have they have like five or six movies out, which it, includes it's at the
0: top, Broken Lizard Wikipedia.
1: Yeah, thank you. Um, Puddle Cruiser was their first. Oh, okay. one.
0: Okay, Super Troopers was their sophomore effort. Yeah, okay.
1: Club Dread was their next one. Beer Fest, and Sound.
0: So I never saw Stands Up, never saw Freeloaders, and I never saw Puddle.
1: Yeah, I don't know what Freeloaders is, but it's directed by Dan Rosen and written by Rosen and Gibbs. It's produced by Broken Lizard and uh, stars Clifton Collins, Josh Lawson.
0: And Clifton Collins played the bus driver in the the Fred Savage scene.
1: Yeah. um, (laughs) Kevin Sussman, Zoe Boyle, Nat Faxon. Olivia Munn. Dave Foley and County Crows lead singer Adam Durritz. Uh, it's, uh, Slackers that mooch off Counting Crows frontman Adam Durison have been crashing his California mansion for years, <laughs> struggling to maintain their lifestyle when he informs them that he is selling his home. Okay, I can see that. The
0: ultimate entourage, right? Yeah,
1: yeah so...
0: hanger honors.
1: Yeah, um, I... Honestly, I... Look, this movie made $7.6 at the box office. I don't ever remember seeing it come out.
0: Oh, it was in theaters. I remember it being in theaters. I just don't think it was out for very long.
1: Yeah, it wasn't, but, um... As far as as the movie goes, you have um Brittany Daniels, Jenny, who is the aerobics instructor, Kevin Heffernan, Stolonsky, Lemmy, Shandra Sekhar, Paul Soder, Bill Paxton, Jordan Ladd, that's Penelope. That's who played um she um she's quote unquote a scre- scream queen and she's been never been kissed. I think she may be related to Alan Ladd. Uh she was in Death Proof and Cabin Fever as well. Huh. Uh oh, she's oh. the daughter of Cheryl Ladd. There we go.
0: Okay, I remember her in Death. Roots. So she, she
1: was... is. Her parents divorced in eighty. Her paternal grandfather is fucking Alan Ladd, the guy that she's she's basically fucking Star Wars money man.
0: Yeah, she's <laughs> uh, yeah, she's Hollywood royalty.
1: Yeah, totally. Um, anyways, God hey, damn, she was in fucking Charlie's Angels.
0: Is Six Feet Under a good show?
1: Uh, the first couple of seasons are. Okay. After that, it just. Yeah. Kind of falls off.
0: Okay, because I got I got um, HBO on demand, and uh, there's a bunch of um, other old shows I can watch. Yeah, and so um, I was considering watching that one.
1: Lindsay Price is in it. She was in Beverly Hills 90210. Yeah, uh, I
0: remember. I used to have like a little crush on her when I used to watch that show.
1: She's still fucking amazingly oh, hot. She is. Um, sh- as far as far as I'm concerned, I you know, I it's not as bad a movie as I think I'm making it out to be. I th- I think that the problem is is again, it it tries to do too much, and tries to to be different than their staple stuff.
0: Yeah, I think it, from the way you describe, because I don't remember much about it, is is it can't live up to the hype that Super Troopers brought.
1: Yes, yeah, it, you know, yeah. Because
0: um, it raised the bar. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I mean like look, I mean the whole motivation between behind the killer is the fact that Paul Paul Soder plays. Holy shit! Soder lived in Sacramento. Um, as so, pa- Paul Soder. I'm sorry, I got distracted. Paul Soder plays the the cousin, basically, or nephew of Bill Paxton's character, Coconut Pete. Okay, and he is giving Soder the club, but Stalansky's character doesn't like that, so he's going to kill everybody because of that. That's that's the whole idea behind it.
0: So it's just cheap jealousy. Insane jealousy. Yeah. If I can't have it, nobody can.
1: Yeah. Um, a message left by the killer suggests that he is targeting the, only the staff. All communication devices and transportation have been stolen or destroyed. Hank, a former FBI agent, convinces the staff to continue with their jobs and allow him to catch the killer. Uh, Hank intervenes, but the killer slashes his throat and turns on you. Their bodies are found the next day. Hank was played by M.C. Ganey. Um um, getting to the point where uh, Sam reveals that he wanted to kill everyone on the island because Pete had intended to sell the island to the military, but decided to give the island to Dave. Jealous, Sam decided that Dave would mismanage the resort and destroy it. Lars grabs the machete, allowing the elders to escape. Blah blah blah. So that's the whole idea behind it. Is it's it it's a kind of a cheesy idea. It's it's kind of it's a joke because the way they wrote it is it's a it's it's a joke about. How dumb some of these plot lines are about why the killer is doing what they're doing. Their motivation, yeah. Yeah, because it just makes no fucking sense. Yeah. When, why, if you want to, if, why are you killing everybody? Why don't you just kill him and dispose of the body? Yeah. Right? Make it look like an accident type of thing and then, and then go and t- then talk to Pete and say, hey, uh, I'll take over the island. Yeah. Type of thing. And,
0: well, I guess because if you kill everybody, then you're the only one that's left that they can run the place.
1: Right, exactly. <laughs> or if you, yeah, or you could kill, you could kill, you know, <laughs> Pete and his and and yeah. And, and, uh, yeah, and then next year you have Dave. banners
0: up that say under new management.
1: Yeah, you kill <laughs> you kill Coconut Pete, right? Yeah. And you kill Dave, and then you just take on the Coconut Pete persona. Yeah. Right. And you just go from there, and that would uh, that would have made for a funnier movie. Yeah. I think, you know where nobody really suspects it, and then, like, you could have
0: people. Ooh, they, could have, they could have done an after-effect thing, right? Right. Like, he had already killed everybody on the island, right? And now all the new people come, right? And now it's under new management, and then there's this whole pit of bodies, like, the skeletons. No, nah, see,
1: that's just way too much. Skeletons. That? It would have worked better just...
0: One's holding a coconut drink. No. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, that's see, this is why you can't write. You're not allowed to write.
0: Oh, fuck you. I come up with ideas, and then everyone's got to do the fine-tuning. No, you, you, <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Shitty ideas um, No, it, I mean, it would just make sense if he just killed Dave and Pete It is a comedy I, You know, he he kills Dave and Pete mm-hmm. and then takes, you know, and puts him in a freezer or whatever Somebody has to find out that Pete fucking dies because he's not the original Pete Yeah Right, like the story goes, like, this is not the original Pete Pete's been around for a hundred years, right? And <laughs> it's just a long succession of guys named Pete <laughs> type of thing. Yeah, I don't know. Eternal Pete. <laughs> yeah, Coconut Pete's <Peach> Island. <laughs> Anyways, um it's not a bad movie. I give it a six and I've been giving a lot of movies sixes. What
0: read the Jimmy Buffett thing in the soundtrack there. They screened the film for Jimmy Buffett.
1: I don't really care.
0: Dude, he's Mr. Margaritaville.
1: He requested permission to sing some of the film songs on one of his last horse, so what? All right. Um I uh the 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 movie the movie doesn't suck, obviously it's it's fun to watch. It's 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 a great Friday or Saturday night movie, you know, just to kind of put on and put the rest of the week away from you. So
0: pretty much you didn't dread <coughs> watching it.
1: Yeah. You and your puns. All right. Ugh. <laughs> it's just
0: awful. Awful, awful, awful. Yes. Anyways, um Brittany Daniel. Can you believe that Pat and Oswald is now married? To the hot chick from Lake Placid, the hot cop chick. Yeah. And that, uh, fucking, that's funny. Yeah. Because um, every time I watch Lake Placid, because I watch every couple of years, and I always do, she's like the hottest person in that movie. So it's like, yeah. Weird to see that he married her. God damn it, I can't remember her name. I know, I know her fucking name. She's the granddaughter
1: of some great fucking writer, too. Um, you're going to look
0: it up before I can even fucking Google it on my phone. So thank you. Meredith Salinger.
1: Yeah. She's yeah. she he's married J D Salinger's granddaughter.
0: Does he, is that the same name, same person? Is not a different spelling? Because I thought Salinger was uh, with an I.
1: From J. That's Salinger. J D Salinger's granddaughter.
0: <laughs> She's the, the granddaughter of Catcher in the Rye. Yeah, it's fucking weird. I know the I know the author of a book I've never read. Oh, she came loudly.
1: <laughs> You're an idiot.
0: <laughs> come on, man. stop
1: with your fucking dumb puns.
0: Well, the nation to change it. Come loud. Come on, dude. Magna, come loud. Do it somewhere Yeah, I think Because I think J.D. Salinger is with an I Salinger Oh, now you're doing stalker shit Why don't you just look up J.D. Salinger oh, She's the granddaughter of somebody <laughs> I just
1: can't remember who I used to talk to her on Twitter all the time She's fucking cool <laughs>
0: I'll tell you what, dude. If she was related to JD Salinger, it's almost a hundred percent guarantee that it would would be on here on her bio. So,
1: but there's nothing on her bio. She's related to
0: her what? father is Gary the dentist.
1: <laughs> Gary the dentist. <laughs> like this is fucking bullshit. Like if you looked up this before she got married to Patton Oswald, yeah. you would find all this information. Now it's nothing but, you know.
0: Did you mildly stalk her?
1: No, not at all.
0: I said mildly.
1: Not at all. <laughs> like i don't give a fuck about Pat Oswald and Meredith Salinger marrying. I literally looked up who is Meredith Salinger the great the granddaughter of
0: he got married pretty fucking quickly, man That was I mean it's each his own, but damn, he filled that gap pretty fucking quick.
1: I think they've been friends for years. yeah, fine. It's like impossible to find anything anymore because of google 's new fucking search shit
0: yeah JD Salinger's with an eye died in two thousand ten. <laughs> He's known for being quoted as saying, I am a kind of a paranoiac in reverse. I suspect people are plotting to make me happy.
1: <laughs> reverse paranoiac? Yeah. Anyways. <clears throat> I read, uh, I may. Mean, I'm probably mixing her up with somebody else, but I swear to God, I read something about the fact that she was She was related to um, J.D. Salinger, regardless of name spelling. Regardless of anything, we both agree I... she's hot.
0: She's still hot. Mm, right? Sure. So are we good? Meh, meh, yeah, I guess so. Club Dread, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Polka King, Flicks of the Week, me, you, you, us, meh, yeah, meh. That's all I got. All right.